Purpose, success, prosperity, personal, professional, and spiritual growth. Welcome to the Supercharge Your Life Show with Drs. Philip and Jane Montrose. We are at the Supercharging Your Life Show. You're there now. Start supercharging. Philip and Jane Montrose, my special guest, is John Fiore, who was on our second show a few months back. Uh, and Jane isn't here. Hey, welcome, John. Philip, thanks for having me. Always really good to be with you. Hey, this show is for open minded people like John and you who are listening and watching to the live show or the podcast uh, in future times. And I'm Dr. Philip Montrose, and my wife is often here. John, as I said, is our special guest. And this is about being compassionate with yourself. Being compassionate with yourself. Sound good? We're going to go all into that in a moment. And we are representing IAHP, the International Association of Holistic Practitioners. And the uh, nonprofit organization we represent, we, we co-direct, Jane and myself, is uh, Awakenings Institute, uh, and we help people, we're devoted to people making a better life, making a difference, honoring their gifts, uh, their talents, and uh, as I said today, we're going to talk about how to be more compassionate with yourself, which is an important thing at all times, maybe especially now in this times, and John Fiore, who is a graduate from our Holistic Coaching and Healing Program, has a lot of other credentials, business owner. He's now a holistic practitioner, quite successful, as well as a uh, specialist in anxiety uh, uh, relief and also sports performance too. Uh, John, you want to tell a little more about yourself and why you're very interested in this subject about being more compassionate with yourself? Uh, Philip, I, it's my, it's, out of, out of years of experience in, in the uh, living life as a businessman, as a baseball umpire, and learning how things worked in my life for me, not for me, and learning uh, how to, to work on personal issues using holistic approaches. Um, I came to the conclusion and recently, I mean, a couple of years ago, I had a couple of strokes. So there was a big uh, spiritual awakening for me right after those spiritual, uh, those strokes, Philip. And what I dove into deeply is uh, I, I, would, I would call it universal law, okay? okay. And what I started to do was uh, take everything that I had learned in my life in my healing practices, learning from you and Jane, and learning from EFT International, and all of that knowledge that I gained, and learning how to help myself and others, I started to put pieces together about how we're, we are attracting when we're compassionate with ourselves. And Interesting. Yeah, and I started to come to the conclusion based upon experience that if self-compassion, first of all, it starts with truth. Truth is self-compassion. Uh, truth is compassion and acceptance. 
okay? Without that key piece, Philip, I don't believe uh, we, we get to learn the lesson at hand. I believe that we're going to repeat something that is, is at the lower end of the vibrational scale until we understand that if we're not being compassionate with ourselves, then in some way, shape, or form, we're living in fear or self-judgment. Let, so, let me just inject here a definition okay. of what is compassion. So everyone, we're on sort of on okay. the same page here. Fine. Everyone. Um, it's considered deep awareness of the suffering of another accompanied by the wish to relieve it. So this means, uh, in this case, self-compassion being uh, compassionate to your own suffering, empathetic, kind to yourself. And that's what we're talking about. And often, uh, and we're going to talk, we have sort of a little outline here covering why people are not compassionate. Uh, we're in a time of a lot of multiple losses at this particular time of a pandemic. And just in general, how to be self-compassionate and strategies and solutions. Uh, John? Yeah, Philip, uh, I, I believe, I mean, one of my theories is, hey, people don't want to admit the truth because it's uncomfortable. And okay. so, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and you got to be compassionate with that, okay? So you meet everything with compassion because you try to understand it to the best of your ability. No one wants to feel afraid. No one wants to feel weak. No one wants to feel powerless, but uh, you know what? It's part of our human journey. Right. It, it's just part of the, our, our existence. And there is really no getting away from it where you have to, you don't have to do anything, but if you want to attract better things in your life, you're going to find specific ways of working with this, Philip. So to me, it all starts there. If you don't start with the truth, your compassionate truth about something, you don't get to move to the next piece of understanding because mm -hmm. you're creating a resistance. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, and, how, yeah. And, and this really kind of goes very much into why we're often not compassionate. We might even be compassionate to others, but not to ourselves. And I, I have four, four common reasons, not all of them, but are really reasons. Hey, why aren't you kinder to yourself? You might be very serviceful. A lot of people listening to this to other people, helping your family, friends, but what about yourself? So one of the things is, hey, I'm just going to tough it out. I'm going through tough times. I'll just get through it. You know, I'll just be a tough soldier. I'll, you know, I won't really consider my emotions or what I'm feeling. I'll just wear my heart on my sleeve, as so they say to soldiers, and I'll get through it. That's one. Uh, two is we ignore or deny that we're actually being kind of tough on ourselves. We're in denial and we do a lot of distractions. You know, it's interesting. It's been noticed, especially in this pandemic time at this time of recording, uh, that a lot of people are having problems sleeping. Sometimes they're even thinking they're doing okay, maybe staying at home, but when it comes time to sleep, they can't get to sleep. So what's going on? Well, they're burying things, they're denying things, they're distracting themselves, which is sometimes useful and a positive strategy. But if it's to avoid feelings of worry, concern, etc., fear, 
a doubt. Uh, that is a problem. So you want to be compassionate. Like, yeah, I am fearful. I am worried. Now that's not the end, but that's, if you don't get through that, you can't get to the deeper love and compassion. And back, that's being compassionate, even being attendant to yourself in this case. Um, I have a couple others. John, that's the first two, toughing it out, ignoring design. You want to comment on those two? Philip, I actually, uh, I actually wrote a couple of uh, what I call low vibrational awarenesses. <laughs> right. And being in self-denial, self-judgment, lies, and fear, not being in truth, is a lower vibrational place. And so if you can't admit to what's true, hey, look, these are uncertain times and I'm afraid right now, and that's just how I feel. If you can't get past that, then you're gonna be resisting what is, what is the truth. I know I have to be a tough guy. Okay, you get to be tough by at least admitting what the truth is, in my, in my experience. I tried being a tough guy all my life, Philip, and it didn't serve me in my younger years Yeah. until, until I learned, hey, look, I have a compassionate side. Yes. Let, me, let me embrace that part of it so that I could be whole and, and to move on with what I wanted to achieve. You're a good example, especially of, of a male, which is fewer, uh, being compassionate, heart-centered person. So that's great. And so besides dealing with why we don't why we're not compassionate especially to ourselves um is we want to please others hey you know i'm fine don't worry about me and how are you doing you know are you okay you know what else can i do for you and you and you don't have the self-care in fact i don't know if you mind mentioning it john you attributed part of lack of self-care to your own some of your own health problems absolutely uh philip i wasn't i was and look, uh, you know, a lot of that we can be compassionate with ourselves and the awareness that when we grew up as kids, that's kind of like what we learned from our various surroundings, our religions, our teachings. Hey, put God first and ourselves last. Well, you know, how, that's, how is that working out for you? I think we misconstrued <laughs> right. the meaning of that. Putting God first is putting ourselves first because we're part of that God. So good point. Right, Philip. So if you are denying yourself, you're really not going to be in any kind of good service to others because yeah. ultimately you're going to crash. You're going to learn. Yeah. If, you, if you're not there uh, for yourself, how can you be there for others really? And pleasing yourselves is a kind of codependence uh, and, a, and a disempowerment. It's even can be passive aggressive. Oh yeah, there's a lot of different ways to look at it, but uh, ultimately the truth is that if you're not taking good care of yourself, uh, your ability to take care of others is going to be impeded in some way because it's not what your creator intended for you. <laughs> look at it any, from any spiritual perspective or logical perspective, any way you look at it, Philip, it, you know what? You could come at it a thousand ways, but the I body is a temple. The body's a temple. You know That's what? We, we, you know what? We learn in our holistic practices that we have to integrate the body, the physical, the mind, and the spirit. And unless those are working in 
in conjunction with each other, in balance, something's going to be out of sync. Right. And this is what we learn in, yeah, in, they're all connected. in our practices. Yeah, so the set, I call the physical part, uh, uh, just a real quick summary, SEDS. I do a little acronym, S-E-D-S. S is sunlight, getting daily sunlight. E is exercise, daily exercise. D is diet. And S is sleep. And without going into those, which are whole massive topics, but just to get a sense like, hey, am I kind of feeling, you know, where in the checklist, how am I doing on those areas? And then emotionally, how am I feeling emotionally? And, you know, we used to wake up, hey, today's going to be a great day. We have these affirmations, these emotional mindset affirmations. Now it's, hey, I'm waking up, a, you know, there's going to be a good day. Good things are happening in the pandemic. You know, it's kind of odd, but it uh, seems juxtaposed. But that's, the, that's where we're at. And spiritually, what are the spiritual practices? Is it meditation? Uh, is it a, a sense of oneness? Is it a sense of your purpose and your mission? Uh, so anyways, I want to go back to the reasons people are not self-compassionate. One, tough it out. Two, ignore, deny, distract. Uh, and three is pleasing others. We mentioned that, uh, being a pleaser. I'm going to please others, but not take care of myself. And four, it's perfectionism. Hey, I have to be perfect having these unreal expectations about myself. Everything is fine. Everything is, is, is going to work out for me. Uh, and, and, and also, there's a lot of procrastination in our holistic coaching and healing class course ongoing, and also our spiritual first aid class, which is going on at this time. By the way, listeners can go if they want to join. This is an, an amazing course in healing. It's at, you can find more about it at tinyurl.com slash spiritual age tinyurl.com slash, slash spiritual dash eight. So what's coming up for a lot of people is procrastination. So what we're hearing in our classes is, yeah, now I'm spending more time at home, but I'm still procrastinating. I'm still not learning how to use the computer and technology. I'm still not exercising. So this, and that's a, that can be a kind of a perfectionism. If I can't really get it, if it's not easy and we all can relate, you know, I, I just avoid it. It's uncomfortable. You know, I still, you know, even though we have an internet business, Jane and I, for 20 years, there's still stuff about technology, which I don't like to do, which are very cumbersome and, um, you know, which I need to do, but I, I avoid or procrastinate on. John? Philip, uh, just the other day, I, uh, you know what, I'm, I'm being totally authentic here. I mean, I've been a <laughs> practitioner for many years. I know how to work on stuff. And if I get stuck, I reach out for help. However, the other day I caught myself in a self-judgment kind of talk saying, I feel like I should be doing more. And so I, I examined that. I said, okay, what's going on here? And I just acknowledged and, and I just said a little prayer. Call it that. Call it that. God, I feel like I should be doing more. But right now I'm just going to give myself some time to process that. Right. And so I did that. I went out, got a little sunlight, a little exercise, and the next day, you know what, Philip? I woke up feeling better about it, and I'm saying, right. okay, I'm right where I'm supposed to be, and I got a couple of things done. But right. if, if I had met myself, if I didn't meet myself where I was, if I had beat myself up about that, uh, um suggesting that that might not have worked out too well for me. I might have right. gone into some 
a downward spiral. And so I met myself with compassion and understanding and moved on. You know what? And the inspiration and the wisdom came to me because I was open to it. So it's just the way I choose to operate. Some people like to tough it out like a Marine. Philip, you know what? They're going to learn their lessons until they figure, you know, what am I doing that's really not serving me? And so that's kind of like what we're bringing awareness here tonight to. You know what happens if you beat yourself up, Jen? If you beat yourself up, you're in, you're in, I, Philip, for me, I always wind up in a lower state of uh, attraction or vibration the universe will keep giving me reasons why that's not working for me. And that's right. not going to work for you to beat yourself up. So that's exactly my point. When you ask me, what did I want to discuss? I, I want to discuss it from, Hey, look, this is how it works for me. How it works for you is up for you to decide. But all I know is every time I'm hard on myself, I don't really figure anything out because I'm <laughs> in that fight or flight mode. Right. I'm not in that uh, peaceful uh, part of my brain, which is the free prefrontal cortex, where I make uh, smarter decisions, wiser decisions. I make decisions based out of fear when I'm in denial. Okay, when I'm beating myself up, I make decisions out of a coming from a fearful, guarded place, and right. I'm not making good decisions. Uh, is what the way I like to. Say right. So, so yeah. In short, if you beat yourself up, you might hurt yourself. Yeah, you beat yourself up. You do hurt yourself. <laughs> you know whether you see it that way or not. Universe, God, uh, however, and it's not God punishing you. You're just operating from this lower frequency on the radio dial, Philip. You're just going to going to attract uh, things more things to beat yourself up about it. Things are right. not going to work well for you. If that's the way you want to roll, fine. No one's going <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, before we go into some solutions of what you can do and how to be more self-compassionate, more strategies, uh, some strategies on that, I just want to highlight, uh, and, and we, we were taught, we're discussing this in our, in our ongoing course, right? This now the, the spiritual first aid for, pandemics and other crises at the tinyurl.com slash spiritual dash aid uh, is that there are multiple losses. People know that you get grieving when you lose things. What are we losing? We're losing many things, uh, losing our freedom sometimes, or at least a threat of our health, our finances. Um, and there are many things that are happening right now that are, are, are uh, we're dealing with at once, which is, is challenging. I mean, you're doing one of those things, dealing losses in your health is challenging. Losses in your income is challenging. Losses in your freedom and mobility and more. So all of that's happening at once. So this is a time to really be self-compassionate as a core skill of core practice uh, in your daily life. Uh, Philip, I, I, I couldn't agree more. If you don't approach it that way, uh, if you're uh, somehow taking this as some kind of personal punishment or anything with a negative spin to it, 
it's probably not going to serve you very well. You're going to find it tough getting through this. So to go easy on yourself and meeting yourself uh, where you're at, doing the best you can. Philip, I still got you? Oh, I'm, you're here. Okay. You're with us. I, I just got a little graphic of the super, we're in the Supercharger Life Show, if you're listening, with Philip Montrose and our special guest, John Fiore, holistic coach, anxiety specialist, and sports performance coach. John, continue. Go on. Yeah, I, I was saying, um, Philip, um, you know what? This is not to toot horns, but <laughs> right. I'm willing to bet, I'm willing to bet that uh, you, Jane, myself, and our other practitioners, we learn how to work with this stuff. Okay, we learn. We're not any more. Uh, uh, we're not any more special than anyone else. We learned how to work these processes. And yeah, we learned part them. of our skills, ability, right. And right? And we learn these things. And I'm willing to bet that, uh, outside of some minor inconveniences, this thing, this Corona thing, is not affecting you in such a crazy way. I'm willing to bet that. You're able to get through this with a good amount of peace. Of course, we all have our moments. You know, what's going to happen? It's, 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 a, it's, a, um, it's a common uh, thing to look at. But we all have a little bit of doubt here and there. But for the most part, I've been, I've been blessed enough through my work and what I learned through all of uh, my life's journeys is that we're going to come through this just fine. That's my belief because I choose to look at all the good that's coming out of this. I mean, there are some amazing creation right. coming out of this. Right? A lot of creativity, innovations, new ways yep. of looking at things, right? Yeah. I mean, even walking down the street, people are walking out, walking and exercising. And you're right? in New Jersey, just as a note. Yeah. I guess nobody could tell by my accent. Uh, in New Jersey, I mean, I'm out walking. And I'm noticing I make on eye contact with people and people that normally wouldn't say hello are at least right. smiling back and acknowledging. So I think we're getting it. We're learning, Philip. We are. You know, uh, God is trying to show us something here. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and what right. do you choose to see, right? What do you choose to see? Doom and destruction or growth and progress? So. Right, it is a choice. So, Jen, let's let's shift over to some solutions in this closing portion of the show, the Supercharge Your Life show with uh, Dr. Philip Montrose and our special guest, Jan Fiore from New Jersey, Jersey boy. Hey, strategies, solutions for self-compassion. We've touched on some of them, like how you choose to look at things is one of them Jen just touched on. Um, so next, uh, I, have, I have several, and Jen may want to, add or expound on it. And I've got four here about being more self-compassionate, being kind to yourself, being sympathetic, empathetic to yourself, um, and being compassionate to your own suffering, your own challenges. So number one is remove judgments. This is a big one. Accept your mistakes and weaknesses. Like you would a third person. Hey, hopefully you can do it for people you know. Maybe your partner and stuff say, oh, that person made a mistake. 
you know, that person uh, isn't really strong. That person isn't good in technology. It doesn't really have good communication skills. Well, we have our weaknesses and vulnerabilities too. And when you say something wrong, you make a poor choice. I remember the other day, uh, our new dog got into the cabinet and ate some scooter pills. Some, luckily, they were natural supplements. I didn't tell Jane, my wife, because I didn't want her to, you know, get up and worry about it. But then when she, when the dog got up in the middle of the night, she said, did, did, she, did this dog get into something? I go, oh, oh yeah, she did. She said, why didn't you tell me? You're dishonest. Why aren't you? You know, and so I was looking at it like that probably, I should have just probably told her, given the situation, I think, looking back at it. But, you know, I could blame myself, which I did for a moment, or just dwell on it and, you know, beat myself up like we were talking earlier and saying, hey, I made a mistake. I'll, I'll work with it differently, apologize to her and go on, you know, don't dwell on it. So remove judgments. We're talking about self-judgments because we're talking about compassion. Uh, and that grows the love, too. That, that opens your heart. John, uh, that's number one, removing judgments. Any additional comments there? Removing judgment and, well, Philip, uh, realizing what, what is the truth of the matter here? What is true in the moment? And accepting that it's true is, all right, you may not want it to be true, but accepting that it's true. If in the moment you're frightened about what's going on, you can acknowledge that even though I'm frightened. And, and look, our EFT, Philip, is based on this model. It's, it, it, it's the admittance, the admitting of the truth, acknowledging the truth, even though I'm afraid that I don't know what's gonna happen to me during this pandemic. I accept that that's true for me right now. Even our EFT statement uh, is built on that model. And we know that that is releasing uh, uh, is releasing this, is lowering this fear mechanism that's activated in our brain, Philip, and it's moving us to a more compassionate side of our brain, which is that the, the, the frontal cortex where we, we do our love thinking, okay? Yeah, we can engage, we can be we can engage, open, connected, yes. and not in a reaction mode, in a survival mode. Right. And right. so, and so uh, that's part of why I, I chose to use this uh, topic as a discussion because I've put, for years we've been doing that in our holistic practices, Philip. Be compassionate so, with yourself as the subject, just so everyone remembers. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to share this. And, and, and so... And then noticing from all of these streams of consciousness, they're all saying the same thing. Hey, look, you got to acknowledge, if you want to move on, acknowledge what's true and accept that it's true. And, you know, they have all kinds of fancy verbiage. You're releasing that to the higher self and all of that. And all of that's fine. It's however you choose to look at that. But acceptance is a very high vibrational right. piece, Philip. It's self-love. Right. Okay? And so you're going to attract more of that, meaning you're going to come out of that, that lower place, out of the mud, which we like to say in our practices, and into the, into the higher hemispheres, the higher uh, spheres of, of consciousness, uh, more objectivity uh, as opposed to being subject. Right, the subjective, subject, uh, subjective, 
thinking. You want to get to right. more ob objective thinking. Right. Higher perspective. Right. And that acceptance, which is sort of the goal, the stages of grief, when you get to from denial and shock to acceptance eventually, and even further, which is what we teach and, and show in a soulful way in our trainings, is how to transform that into purpose and even transcend it, get into a transcendent place too. That's kind of further advanced work, but that's part of it, especially for some of the listeners can relate. Hey, second strategy for self-compassion, first was removing judgment. Second is uh, meditating on and kindness, maybe meditating on kindness uh, too. And you may want to use some affirmations on this, like I can get through this and I can survive, I can grow. I can forgive myself. So just have a kind of a heart-centered meditative focus, a mindful approach to yourself like, wow, you know, this is kind of challenging. I am kind of off. I, you know, you kind of give yourself a break. Don't keep trying to push it and distract yourself as we talked about early and toughing it out, but just kind of take a moment to take it in. Okay, you know, I'm kind of struggling here for a moment you know, how would you nurture yourself? I'm going to give in some uh, suggestions in a moment on that. John, uh, meditating and kindness, kind-heartedness. Yeah, Philip, uh, to me, it's, it, it's an approach that's very natural for us because, uh, you know, at a deep spiritual level of belief, I believe that we came in with that, that awareness of being kind and loving and somewhere along the way, we kind of unlearn that. And so I believe it's getting back to a natural approach. I believe that within all of us is that loving kindness that wants to shine through. And I believe that we're seeing that. Look at how everybody is stepping up for each other, Philip. Right. That's true. I believe the best of us is coming out during these times. Right. And so I choose to see that part of humanity we we uh, recommend and teach what we call soul centering and people can learn about it we have a little web page on it tinyurl.com slash soul dash center you can go find out about soul centering which we recommend doing every day we teach whole programs and it's about spiritual evolution learning this tinyurl.com slash soul dash center so i want to go into the third three or four strategies there's more obviously being self-compassionate uh, one, removing judgments. Two, meditating and, and kindness, loving kindness. Two is um, just a physical kinesthetic way is putting your, putting your, touching yourself in a positive way. Uh, putting your hand on your heart, just that little simple thing. And there can be just tapping. We call the reset process where you tap your head and then your heart. Uh, so that can be a way of reminding you so to be compassionate and kind to yourself, tapping your head to integrate your left and right brain and tapping your heart and just putting your hand on your heart to bring your heart into the situation. You know, yes, I made a mistake. You know, yes, I misspoke. Yes, you know, I overreacted, but you know, I can forgive myself. I can go on. I can get through this. I can learn. I can grow. And another little subtle thing before and Jen is just this is an interesting little thing that people may not know is you can actually give yourself pleasure and comfort and nurturing by like stroking yourself that can be an inner slowly if you get the pleasure of just like stroking your hand or part of yourself or nurturing it's a nurturing just like you would a child if you were going to kind of stroke them uh, you can do that to yourself for self-compassion John uh, in terms of kind of 
nurturing, massaging yourself, et cetera, John? Yeah, Philip, um, you know what? We already, in our, in our practice of EFT, we've, we've often caught ourselves doing things like this when we have a headache, all right? right. Soothing ourselves. And what we're doing is actually there are meridians here, here and here, here, here. There are meridians all over our body. And what they are are highly charged energy centers and we're producing a calming effect by soothing them. Right. right? And you'll catch yourself in times of migraine headache or stress doing this. Oh, I'm so stressed. And this seems to relieve it. So you're giving yourself some self-mojo here, self-love, self-compassion, right? We can't even hug each other right now. <laughs> right. so, you know what? Give yourself a hug. Yeah. Yeah, and kind so, of challenging social distancing. Now. Right, right. You know, we're being told, ooh, keep six feet. And okay, I get that. They're trying to help with respect with stop the spread of this virus. However, people are social animals. We right. love to be around each other. So right now we can we can talk to each other across the room or over the internet and show ourselves a little kinesthetic love, right? We can love I ourselves. I like that. So, you know, Philip, it, I think everybody can understand the core of where we're going here. Hey, look, go easy on yourself during this time. Yeah. Because feeling right. like you got to tough it out, I don't know if that's going to work very well. Right. Right. And I, I want to give the fourth tip of, of strategies for self-compassion. One, removing judgment. Two, meditation, loving kindness. Three, putting your hand on your heart or self-massage, nurturing. And four, I would say is imagine a child or a person who is suffering. Um, how would you treat them? Imagine how you'd be with someone else suffering that you would naturally be probably compassionate toward. Uh, you know, if a child broke uh, a toy, would you know, would you go crazy? Would you go nuts on yourself? If you broke something, you might go harder. So uh, an example I like to remember from my own childhood, I remember, I remember this when I was about six years old, so it was a really striking memory. I was sitting in my little chair with my sister, six years old, and I spilt some milk. I knocked over the milk glass, and my mother asked, she said, was that an accident or purpose? And I said, I know what the word accident means. I'm thinking, but I'm not sure what the word purpose means. And I said, well, purpose. And I got a spanking and went to bed, you know, uh, <laughs> I learned the hard way. Uh, anyways, hey, some milk is spilt, as Epictetus said, some oil is spilt. Hey, that's part of life. You make mistakes, sometimes bigger than smaller. You, even, you know, it may be easier on the smaller ones, but still, you know, why suffer? Why keep, why keep the scarlet letter on your chest? You, you can go on, you know, you can make a life you know, you can make the, le the lemonades out of lemon. John? Yeah, Philip. And, and, you know, in our, in our exploration of what that looks like, uh, you know, I can, I can look at that and ask you, hey, Philip, uh, because you got punished with that little incident, what did you come away believing? Well, you might've come away with all kinds of beliefs that, you know what, I got fairly, un, I got fair, unfairly punished, or 
my mom is not fair to me or the world is not fair to me. You might have developed all of these uh, beliefs that really might not have served you very mm-hmm. well in your life, but ultimately they do serve you because they teach you. But with uh, taking that inner child and showing that inner child compassion is what's going to, uh, I, I, Philip, it's, it's very profound how when you can go back to an event in early life and heal the perspective on that, how it heals your present perspective, because there's an energy trail with all of that. Okay. And, and, and I proved it to some, a client the other day. She, you know, she said, I've been attracting uh, jobs where I got to kill myself all my life. He was, this was a business uh, uh, session. She wanted to know, hey, look, I'm having a lot of anxiety during my, uh, uh, during my business uh, approaches with the company I'm in. They keep adding work to me. They keep putting me in higher states of stress. What's going on here? And so we explored it. And we both came, I helped her to see that she's been attracting that pattern her whole life. Because as a little child, she was forced to produce all the time. And she must have learned something that didn't work very well for her. And so she started to attract one uh, a, a job after another that pushed her to the brink. And she says, why does this keep happening to me? So she had the awareness that she needed to work on something. I helped her to see that. And hopefully there's some stress reduction in that. I bet there is. And, and you know something? Um, I, I'm, anxi- I'm not anxious, but I'm hopeful to hear back from her that, hey, look, now that you're able to see that a little bit different, can you go easier on yourself? It's nothing you did wrong. And so we met it with compassion. And Philip, every, it, I meet every single thing with compassion, self-compassion. Try to show people that, hey, look, what was your intention? Your intention there was to do something good for yourself. I, I could even say to you, hey, your intention of not is it, is it possible that you didn't want to tell Jane about uh, the thing with the dogs because you didn't want to upset her? If, if you can see that, hey, look, I didn't do it to be bad or mean or dishonest. I did it because I thought it would cause undue stress to my wife in the moment. So instead of beating yourself up about it, <laughs> try to show yourself some Positive, positive intention. Right. Positive. Right. You know, why... I, I might have done that because, hey, look, I didn't want to upset her. So mm. what was the use of telling her that? Because it was only going to upset her. And were you right? Yes, you were right. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. So it's your approach <laughs> to all of this, Philip. So we could. You got it. Hey, John, that was some good little healing uh, solace there. Appreciate that. Hey, we're closing here. And, okay. um just want to mention a few things before Jen gives maybe a parting suggestion if he wants or and being compassionate with yourself. Um, uh, for those who want to engage with us uh, now in the spiritual first aid uh, 
for pandemics and other crises that's going on, you can still join us. Uh, and you can go here at our website at the uh, uh, getting through that org slash holistic. It's the shortened the, the shortened URL. Uh, there's a video there. Uh, is tinyurl slash spiritual dash aid and uh, go to our website and enroll. You may want to be involved in that kind of a, a support system and some profound healing going on, or just uh, connect it with us at gettingthrough.org slash holistic. And John, if people want to connect with you, how do they do that? Philip, I'm all over Facebook. Uh, I have this uh, uh, middle name. My middle name is Thaddeus, T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S. So my name is John Thaddeus Fiore, and that's not a name that you could confuse with many others. Uh, I did that intentionally. So people John Fiore is pretty unusual. F-I-O-R-E, F-I-O-R-E. There are a lot of John Fioris, Philip. Oh, One of them are. is even okay. an actor. Yeah. You would know. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's like Kelly to the Irish people. So it's right. a very uh, common okay. name. All right. And so John Thaddeus Fiore is my Facebook site, my, my, uh, uh, my uh, website is john uh, uh, johnthaddeusfiori.com, and that's where it shows how I work with sports performance. And like I said, I'm all over Facebook. You'll find me. And, uh, you know, Philip, in parting, uh, I, just, I just realized that taking one of those courses that you're offering right now would be uh, a very highly suggested a good thing to do because it shows you how to work with your fears in an intentional way. Okay. Hey, look, this is going on. Okay. Try this and see how this works for you. And this is, has been your and Jane's creation since as long as I've known you and beyond. So you teach people how to work with these fears and obstacles. And that's where I learned this stuff. And so that's how I got to where I am. And I'm able to, Philip, thankfully, help any person I feel with any problem, right. okay? By, by using a process that I learned from you or somewhere else, I've integrated a few of them. And I feel like I can handle any, any obstacle or give some kind of help to someone with any kind of obstacle in a holistic way. Right. You've helped a lot of people, including yourself, through some serious health challenges. Yes. Yes, Philip. I mean, I've, I used these methods that I learned from you and EFT International. I integrated it all and I used them. Hey, look, I walked out of a wheelchair, Philip. I was crippled. And how did I meet myself? I met myself with compassion. And right. I just realized I was beating myself up about not taking care of my physical body. And so instead of beating myself up about it, I said, hey, that's not going to help me. Let me be compassionate with myself and do a little tapping, do a few processes and help myself through this. Before you know it, I was up out of the wheelchair. Philip, now I'm running on a beach. <laughs> so, so we can Good heal... Yeah, we can heal from anything. 
We can. Well, the, yeah, yeah, and part of it is trusting yourself in the universe. That's one of the keys to remission. Christiane Northrup notes that too. Um, so thanks, Jen, so much for being another great guest again, and and all the great work you're doing. And look up Jack's Fiore on Facebook if you want to connect with him. Uh, and we are here at Awakenings Institute. Jane Mountrose, my wife and partner, uh, in association with IAHP. We're a nonprofit organization. We offer holistic training programs. We've mentioned some of them, EFT, spiritual kinesiology, holistic coaching, and more. And we value your support uh, and tuition for our courses and programs. They support our institute, the nonprofit organization, which is dedicated uh, to helping people create a more loving, nurturing world where everyone's gifts are honored. And um, this is the time. This is the time to come together and make the world a better place. And next time, Jane will have a special guest on too, interviewing next week. Uh, holistic guest, uh, wonderful guest. And thank you so much, Jen. That was great. Philip, thanks for having me. It's always uh, a pleasure to be with you and your audience and fellow classmates, whoever shows up for this or sees it on replay. Thank you, Jen.